Welcome to Dave Turner's Seat Yourself podcast series on the hospitality tabletop industry. Dave is the globally known chief evangelist and editor for tabletopjournal.com. This podcast was originally published on the week of June 24th, 2019, and runs for approximately 25 minutes. A non-traditional journalist, Dave has spent nearly 30 years as a sales and marketing executive in the world of hospitality. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's Seat Yourself podcast. I'm Dave Turner, and I'm your host here at Seat Yourself. Our Seat Yourself podcast is where every week we bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the latest happenings in the world of hospitality tabletop. And if you're looking for back episodes of Seat Yourself, you can go to our website, which is seatyourselfpodcast.com, and there you'll find all the back episodes, and there's a search function even, so that you can search for your favorite company or your favorite topic. And as regular listeners know, We usually come to you from our home in Baltimore, Maryland, in the Tabletop Journal Studios. Well, this week, we're up in our studio at our Northern HQ here along the rocky coast of Maine. But no worries. This week, in addition to the news and product segments, once again, we bring you our 60 Seconds with Shannon segment, where the world-famous tabletop and buffetware category manager, Shannon Talon of the Edward Donnan Company, addresses the issue of the week. This week, Shannon addresses the issue of tabletop lighting and why it is so, so important to the overall dining experience. Shannon will also take us through some of the current trends in lighting, as only Shannon can do. It's all right here, only on Seat Yourself. So with all that, now it's time to get things started. For those of you in the know at Seat Yourself, you know that we always start with our stat of the week. And this week's stat is 60%. That's the percentage of growth projected in the next 11 years of the world's population for those people that are 65 years and older. So in 2023, there will be over 1 billion people over the age of 65 all around the world, and they'll account for approximately 12% of the world's population. All this is according to the U.S. Census Bureau. So what is all causing all this to happen? And more importantly, what does it all mean to us? Well, there are several key contributors, according to the Census Bureau. The first key contributor is the declining mortality rate. People are generally living healthier, and as a result, are living longer. But they're also living more actively. Today's 65-year-old is indeed more active. They're traveling more, experiencing more, more than the 45 to 50-year-olds were not so long ago. So now it's not just about living longer. It's about living longer and doing more, and wanting more. And as I said, more importantly, what does it all mean to us? Well, in our industry, it means that older adults will be traveling more. They'll also be dining out more, and they'll be changing their lifestyles wherever they live. Catering more and more to these active seniors who are culinary-savvy adults with lots of economic strength, that will become an increasingly attractive target segment within the hospitality world. And in our lead news story this week, you'll hear from the founder of the Senior Dining Association. This association is rapidly changing the way we view eating and drinking habits for senior adults. And trust me, it's not all about counting calories and about sustenance. It is all about living and enjoying your life. And you hear about that in a minute. Meanwhile, our stat of the week is 60%. That's the percentage of growth projected in the next 11 years for the world's population, for those of us that are over 65 years of age. In our lead news story this week, a story that I referenced just a minute ago, few segments in the hospitality industry have changed as much as that of senior dining. 
And as I just mentioned in our Stat of the Week segment, the senior segment of our population is growing at a faster rate than any other age segment. And today's seniors have greater economic buying power and they're healthier and more active than ever before. But it doesn't end there. Today's seniors are also more culinary aware than ever before, and they're looking for that same great dining experience that they've been experiencing all through their earlier years. And it really doesn't matter whether it's a formal setting or something more casual like an outdoor wine dinner. More and more, wherever and however they may choose to live, food and beverage plays a higher and a more social role in the lifestyles of today's senior adults. At Tabletop Journal, we recently had the opportunity to sit down with Harris Ader, founder and CEO of the Senior Dining Association, to get his thoughts on today's senior dining, where it is now, where it's going, and along with the role that Tabletop may play in improving the overall dining experience. And here's a little of what Harris had to say. We're a Tabletop publication, as you know, Harris, and I'm wondering, what, when you look at the senior living dining, uh, what role do you think things like China, Glass, and Silver, what role do they play? They play a large role. Uh, China, glass, silver, and even if you go with uh, placemats and linen, the whole tabletop, the whole experience is shown that way. When when you're at a bar, um, you know, the old school way of looking at it was you had a lot of glassware displayed. And, you know, we want to sell liquor. But the glassware is very important to have because... Obviously, we want to have great-looking glassware, but it's also glassware that can be accessible and, you know, easy to manage for residents. Um, especially, you know, the new innovations that are coming out with different types of handles and, and, and sizes of cups. That's very important. The elegance also. Um, and matching silverware. Tabletop, when you look at plates and you look at different decor, it's all about creating an experience for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You can listen to the entire interview on Tabletop Journal. Just go to the industry news section, and you'll find it there. At Tabletop Journal, we've been pointing out the opportunity for improving the guest dining experience in senior living and healthcare for quite some time now. The numbers don't lie, and while some regions of the world will grow, their senior population is a little faster than others, there's no doubt that the hospitality industry will be responding to this growing global segment. Within the hospitality table world, we'll have to respond as well, learning that senior living is adapting a more of a restaurant mentality and that yesterday's formal dining is becoming more gastropub-like. Add to that chef demos, a variety of eating outlets within the same community, and even food trucks, and you're starting to get the picture. Anyway, there can be no doubt that senior dining is definitely changing, and you're going to want to listen to our interview with Harris Ader, founder and CEO of the Senior Dining Association. It's in the industry news page of Tabletop Journal. And in our next news story, while you're all aware that next February's Ambiante show in Frankfurt will have an increased focus on the Hureka category and its products, the folks at Ambiante are now also announcing a young designer contest, believing that new, fresh, and smart design ideas need to be in a place where they're visible. Ambiante's program is simply called Talents. And it will give young interior design talents the opportunity to show their work to decision makers and to talent scouts from all across the international consumer goods and design worlds. Now, of course, the Ambiente Show will be held next February 7th through the 11th in Frankfurt, Germany. But from now until October 22nd of this year, young designers can use their interesting and sometimes unconventional ideas to apply for free exhibition space at Ambiente. 
According to Nicolette Nauman, Vice President of Ambiente, diversity is strongly emphasized in the course of the selection process. From unusual craft techniques from distant countries to unique mixes of materials or striking contrast, the diversity of the participants is the main element that makes these multifaceted sections an international platform for discussing innovative contemporary design, while it also provides opportunities for networking and feedback. The selected German and international exhibitors will also have the chance to gain new target groups and distribution channels through direct contact with trade visitors and with trade exhibitors. This looks like a great opportunity for young new designers with creative ideas to get seen, and who knows? With Ambiente being the world's largest consumer goods fair, anything is possible, right? Applications for informative product details and photographs are due by October 22nd of this year, and you can find the application at the following website, talents.ambiente at messafrankfurt.com, or you can just look for the information in the Tabletop Journal website under the Industry News section. In our first product segment this week, we're going to go back to a product that we saw for the very first time at the NRA show in Chicago last month. And of course, at the show, we saw a number of new and interesting products. And at the top of the list, along with a handful of others, was the new Catalyst Banquet Dinnerware Collection from Front of the House. The new Catalyst Dinnerware from FOH is made from their proprietary recipe of uniquely strong, high-temperature, commercial-grade porcelain. And that new Catalyst Dinnerware is reinforced with magnesium to give it extra strength and extra durability. The new Catalyst Collection comes in six different shapes, three rim versions, and then there's three coupe-shaped versions as well. And at the show, we caught up with Matt Strang. He's FOH's National Director of Sales, and he took us through the Catalyst Collection. So Catalyst, it's our magnesium-enhanced body designed for high-volume applications. We have six collections in total with over 70 stylish and multifunctional pieces to go along with it. But really, all of the Catalyst collection is designed to be interchangeable. So an operator doesn't have to refresh their entire banquet if they don't want. They can pick a piece or two or refresh the entire thing. We also have plate covers to go along with it. But we break it down into six collections. Three are going to be rim. We have a classic, which is your Euro color. And then we have focus and facet from an embossment perspective. Then we also have three coupe options. We have, again, your classic unembossed pattern. And then we have pearl and spoke. And again, all three of these are designed to be interchangeable with all the different bowls, all the different accessories. We have a brand new... um, porcelain gravy boat that is stackable, something that was a major gap in the marketplace. People were using that stainless steel gooseneck out there and really wanted to up up their look. We now have that option. We also have it in our super white as well. But all of these pieces, when you take a look at the back of them, they have the periodic table symbol for magnesium. That way you know it's a magnesium enhanced body. And when you hold this up to light, it almost is like bone china with a translucent nature of it. Really lightweight, but whether you're looking at the rim option or the coupe, very thin, very contemporary rim like you're used to from front of the house, but it's a reinforced rim, so it's going to withstand uh, those, the rigors of high volume application. So high strength and high aesthetic too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, it's, it's three to four times uh, more durable than our current body on average. 25% lighter weight and perfectly designed to be stackable every single, every single time. So really, when you're looking at functionality, aesthetics, Catalyst is the, uh, the the blending of those two. 
And as Matt just told us, within the rimmed and coupe shapes, in each shape, there is a classic looking design. And then there are two embossed alternative uh, versions offering great mixing and matching opportunities. But really, in addition to the great new shapes they have, Catalyst also has a wide range of bowl shapes and serving piece uh, accessories as well. And of course, they have lots of options when it comes to cups and saucer combinations too. With its new high-level aesthetics and its super strong body material combined with an overall lighter weight product, the new Catalyst collection from FOH is right there, right there at the intersection of beauty and durability. So I got to say it, with the look and the strength and the new wide range of accessory items, the new Catalyst from FOH is perfect for high-volume restaurants, high-volume banqueting, maybe even some catering. But I also think Catalyst would be a great dinnerware for party rental companies, too. You can find more information on new Catalyst dinnerware from FOH by going to the FOH website, and that is frontofthehouse.com. And in another new product segment, we all understand that tea is a beverage category that continues to grow within the hospitality industry, and we couldn't think of a better way to serve it than in the new Pico collection from Francis Rival Porcelain. The stunning new Pico collection is a line that's created to celebrate the art of tea. And while I'm personally not a tea person, I'm frankly much more of a coffee person, evidently Pico tea is the most delicate and the most fragrant kind of black tea. And I'm told that Pico tea is made from the first harvest of the plant, and especially from the youngest of the shoots. And that description is apt for Rival's new Pico collection. So Pico tea itself gives its name to this set in honor of both its delicate design and its superb quality. Designed by young French designer Lucas Frank, the new Pico Collection tea service is made of black clay with a special black smooth finish. It has a unique fin-like design look and also a unique textured feel that makes it soft to the touch. The fin-like design also gives the teacup and the saucer that goes with it an interlocking capability, which really ensures the stability while you serve that tea. And like all Revolve products, the Pico Collection is strong enough and resistant enough for hospitality use, and it will absolutely differentiate and enhance your guest tea drinking experience. The new Pico collection is treated with an aged silver and dark metal enamel on the inside, and the cup retains its exterior of raw black paste, but it's also polished to give that soft sensual feel I mentioned earlier. Inspired by the fans of LED lamps, Pico's fin-like design also has a functional component to it as well. The fins in the design, they act as a heat dissipator so that the tea remains at just the proper temperature while the cup is cool to the hand. This design allows you to hold the cup that has no handle, and while at the same time, it has complete stability on the saucer on which it sits. The Pico Tea Service Collection comes with jugs, sugar bowls, and other bowls, plates, and teapots, and also a bamboo tray, along with, of course, great cups and saucers, all made from the black clay in the geometric fin design I described earlier. So if you want to make an impression with your tea service in your uh, establishment, I would definitely say you need to check out the new Pico Collection from Francis Rival Porcelain. You can get more information by going to rival-pro.com. There you'll find information on the stunning new tea collection and all the other goodies from this innovative tabletop resource. And now 60 Seconds with Shannon. Dave sits down with Shannon Talon of Edward Don and Company and asks the question of the week. This week, Shannon talks about trends in table lighting. 
Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Shannon Talon from Edward Don and Company. Shannon, of course, is the rock star tabletop and category manager, uh, tabletop category manager, also handling buffetware as well at Edward Don and Company in Chicago. And Shannon, this week's question involves a category we haven't spent much time talking about, but it's table lighting. And it's a it's a category within the tabletop uh, sector that we don't give as much love to as, as we probably should. But can you tell us what do you think some of the great trends are in table lighting today that you see now and maybe that are coming in the future? Yeah, table lighting is such a fun category because it's such a, a, a simple way to give personality to your tabletop, to add to your decor, to add ambiance. Um, so it's it really is a, a fun and unique category. And what's interesting about it is, you know, these, these trends that we talk about really are per- pervasive throughout all of these categories. So the same types of, of trends and shifts that we're seeing in tabletop and buffet we see in table lighting as well. In other words, you know, the buzzword for a long time um, in in recent years with tabletop or buffet has been industrial chic, Um, you know, and before that it was farm to table. And, you know, so there's all these sort of buzzwords that we hear with relative frequency and, you know, table lighting category is no different. We've seen um, manufacturers in that category try to align with those trends uh, in tabletop and buffet because the products are so complementary; They run in parallel together. Uh, the other, the other shift we've seen is that the, uh, manufacturers in the table lighting category are really trying to step up their game in terms of how they cross merchandise with the other related, re- related categories. Uh, in other words, what are the table lighting options, whether it's it's lamps or smaller vessels that are going to match well with key tabletop patterns or collections in the market. And uh, that's really that's it's really fun because cross merchandising is uh, is a great way to find synergy between products, but also solutions sell to an end user and help bring them uh, options that that hit multiple categories that are going to you know elevate their tabletop potentially save them money and and set them apart from their competition. Uh, so I think that cross merchandising aspect of finding the right table lighting mix to go with your tabletop portfolio um, has been uh, something fun that Edward Don has looked at and that we've seen the manufacturing community try to align with as well. So I think that you know we've talked before about categories of product that 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 complement tabletop uh, and that can help refresh a tabletop or you know bring a unique look and feel and and table lighting is one of those categories that can really do it easily for not a lot of cost and which is really optimal for for end users yeah I think table lighting is a fantastic uh, little niche in uh, in the tabletop uh, category and it's almost subliminal so what we want to do is we want to raise the level of awareness so hopefully in future uh, episodes we'll we'll be talking more a little bit more about table lighting too now here's Dave with this week's commentary. This week, Dave talks about company culture and why it's so important. In this week's commentary, I want to take a few minutes and talk about company culture. A little about what it is, but mostly this week, I want to talk about why it's so darn important. And I want to begin to raise the level of awareness of its role in making companies and organizations like yours successful. Company culture, according to Wikipedia, is quote-unquote behavior of humans within an organization and the meaning that people attach to those behaviors, unquote. But the culture of a company really is how, on an everyday basis, how it operates and conducts itself. 
A company's culture is a manifestation of its vision and values, of its processes and systems, and of the symbols the company utilizes, and of its language internally and externally, and most of all, of its beliefs and its habits, all exhibited on an everyday basis. And yes, a company culture is all of that. But why is it so important? Well, here are seven reasons why culture is important in any organization, and they're from author Corey Mosley from the organizational company Jostle. Number one reason company culture is important, because it defines a company's identity, both internally and externally. A company's culture is really who a company is, not who it tells everyone it is. We talk about authenticity, the authenticity issue here all the time and how important it is. Well, company culture is about who a company truly is. It's true authenticity. Number two, organizational culture is about living the company's values. No matter what the stated company's values are, a company's culture is who they really are every day when nobody's watching. Number three, your culture can transform employees into advocates or critics. If a company's culture is truly defined and the employees buy into it, then they can become incredible advocates on a whole variety of levels and ways. But if they don't, be prepared for a disaster as they spread the quote-unquote truth about who your company truly is. Reason number four, a strong organizational culture can help you keep your best people. Again, if your values and culture are well-defined, employees are much more likely to believe in the company. People that believe in their company and in their organization's mission are much more likely to stay and they're much more likely to perform at a higher level. And here's a bonus. They'll assist you in bringing other like-minded people into the company. Reason number five, a well-functioning culture assists with onboarding. New employees can read all the employee manuals you may have and, and they may read the company's mission statement and so on. But the real takeaway for a new employee is watching how the other employees conduct themselves. New employees observe the culture they see in front of them, not what the HR department has written. Reason number six of why a company culture is so important. Your culture transforms your company into a team. Good culture in an organization makes believers of its people, and generally people like being teammates with others who believe similarly. So it makes sense that your company, your group of people that form your company, will coalesce into a team. And finally, reason number seven why cult company culture is important. Company culture impacts performance and employee well-being. Good or bad, a company's culture def definitely has an impact on, over on the overall performance and the individual performance within a company. But culture also impacts employee well-being both physically and mentally. For a company to be successful, it needs all its team members as healthy as possible. Culture plays a role in that healthfulness. And that's just a quick summary, and it doesn't include all the reasons why company culture is important, but we'll talk more about company culture in the coming weeks. But just know that every company has a culture, no matter how big or how small. And the other important thing is that culture is critical to how well or how poorly the company operates and eventually lives up to its potential. You can read more of Corey Mosley's thoughts on the company, uh, on the importance of company culture by going to jostle.me. That's J-O-S. TLE.me. Well, that's it, everybody. That wraps up today's Seat Yourself podcast. I want to thank Shannon Talon for joining us. And of course, I especially want to thank you, our listeners, for joining in today. And finally, I want to thank the Edward Don and Company for sponsoring, in part, this episode of Seat Yourself. Edward Don and Company. 
everything but the food for nearly 100 years. This is Dave Turner, and we'll see you next time. But always remember, Tabletop Matters. That concludes this week's edition of Dave Turner's Seat Yourself podcast series. Check us out at seatyourselfpodcast.com or follow us on Twitter at seat underscore yourself underscore. For more information and insights on the hospitality tabletop industry, be sure to check out tabletopjournal.com or email Dave at dt at tabletopjournal.com. And don't forget, please subscribe, rate, and review.